The following podcast may contain spoilers, profanity, and views or opinions that may not be representative of the author's intent of the articles discussed. We don't always take ourselves or the subject matter seriously either. Listener discretion is advised. The following is a Galactic Network podcast. For more, go to GNCast.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com. The Force is strong with us, and we hope it is strong with you. Welcome to another edition of the new Jedi Archives with Zach Hagenbusher and Ben Schultz. Oh, Zach. Why, hello, Ben. Zach, what are these people still doing in my house? That's awfully rude. Uh, <laughs> hello, Joey. Why did you point to Adam when you said I, I, I made a motion. I made a motion. Hello, Joey. Well, happy life day, you filthy animals. And hello, Adam. No, you got to do hello, Adam, this way now. <laughs> hello, Adam. Well, hello. Yes. Welcome to a very, very special holiday gathering. It is Christmas Day in the U.S. of A. And life when you're day on Kazook. Kazook. <laughs> life day on Kazook. Kazook. If that wasn't enough, and if the title wasn't enough, turn back now. <laughs> All who dare tread here, because we are about to discuss the one and only, the legendary Star Wars Holiday Special. Now, before we actually begin, for the listeners who are unaware of the glorious masterpiece, dwarfed only by the majesty of the prequels, and The Last Jedi. You're upsetting me already. Uh, that is yes. the Star Wars Holiday Special. Uh, pause now and watch it on YouTube and then come back. If you've never seen it. If you've never seen it. Or if you don't remember. No, you should watch it anyway. Or or if you have kids that you don't like very much. <laughs> just trash their room and then watch it. Force them to watch the Holiday Special. And then make them put together their typewriter. Or whatever the fuck that thing was. I, I don't know. I still haven't quite figured <laughs> it out. We're getting well ahead of ourselves. Yes. We very yes. much are. So let's let's pick this up. For for everybody who is not aware of the legend, and how, how could you possibly not be if you've listened to this podcast, but uh, the Star Wars Holiday Special aired one time in the November of, uh, 2000, or of, of 2000, of 1978. <laughs> now, this would have been over a year after A New Hope was originally released. Uh, and Star Wars Mania had taken hold the previous holiday in a big way, so I think that they saw fit to capitalize on the popularity. And uh, George, I think Joey, you were saying that George uh, wanted, he just wanted something out there to keep yeah. people interested. It was, he was afraid that the, the surprise hit momentum of the 1977 film was not going to carry over until they had finished Empire Strikes Back and released it at the scheduled 1980 release date. So he's like, let's throw something together here, and we'll keep people interested, and we'll keep those toys on the shelves. Well, and, and the Christmas hype, remember, in 1977, the hype for Star Wars merch was so strong that people were paying money to get an empty box with a promissory note in it saying, someday we'll finish Star Wars figures and you may be able to play with them. Right. Can you imagine that happening now? That's got to be worse oh, wow. than socks and underwear. <laughs> Here's a piece of paper that says, maybe you'll get your toy one day, eventually. Yay. If you send this in and wait a long time. But, but it worked. 
it did work, yeah. and we have this special to show for it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel special having watched it. It's the I first... I feel really intelligent after watching it. Yeah. I agree. It's the first official piece of... Uh, not, not Star Wars content, because they had Splinter the Mind's Eye and a, and a few books in between, um, but it's the first visual content after A New Hope, and it, it was overseen by George Lucas. And I, I don't know if it was... Uh, I don't know if he had anything to do with the filmmaking. He did not. No. no. It was his idea okay. to center around Chewbacca's family, and he wanted to do, like... He's like, what if we did a story, but it was all Wookiees... All the time. Also, don't subtitle Wookiees because we don't do that. Right. right. We still don't subtitle the Wookiees, so you you still don't know what's going on for <laughs> the <Half>. first ten <laughs> minutes. I would say at like least the first ten minutes. These three Wookiees sitting in a treehouse, and they're just barking <laughs> at each other. Each other. Right. It's humanoid rugs growling for and ten minutes. They're not even like doing gestures so you have any context for what it is. There's some kind of argument. You can get that from the tone. And they're holding intricately carved X-Wing models. Which are just the Kenner toys scraping in brown. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> I tend to think Itchy's just really handy with that. I, I would think it was more of a for uh, desert tan. <laughs> <laughs> we should introduce the characters. We've got Chewbacca's family. Yes. Mala, his wife. I, and I don't know their full names. They all have like full oh, names these like are Chewbacca. Nicknames. Let me see if I can yeah, pull those up real oh. quick. The names are just hard to pronounce. It's um, while I'm looking these up, why don't you go through the their real name? Or go their, through their nicknames. Yeah, nicknames. Mala is Chewbacca's wife. Uh, Lumpy is Chewbacca's young son, and Itchy is Chewbacca's father. Right? He's not the father-in-law. He's actually Chewbacca's dad. Okay, so okay. not Mala's dad, but Chewie's dad. I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Um, Lumpy ha- or uh, Itchy has white fur. He, <laughs> he's the equivalent of Wookie balding. He's got like the like a patch of skin on his forehead and an overbite, like or underbite, 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 underbite like nobody's business. Yeah, he's like a mile. He's right, a real like old his, man. his lower lip comes up to cover his nose. That is pretty accurate. He's pretty old. Uh, these dudes are just yelling at each other, and Joey has the names. All right, so Mala's full name is Mala Tobuk. Lumpy's full name is Lump Awarump. Lump Awarump. Lump Awarump. And Itchy's full name is Adachichuk. <laughs> Adachichuk. <laughs> so not even close to Itchy. It's well, like I can kind of see where it is, but I would be like. Achoo, like spelling out a sneeze rather than, but what a, what an eclectic then, family. Oh, these are then incorporated into the Star Wars canon extended universe, which is no longer canon. Right. Thank God that these characters aren't actually canon. Good thing something from this carried over. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't even know how they came up with those names or where they were used or, or what I think it was you, like but. different noises that old people make when they like stand up. Lump <laughs> lump. <laughs> but what does out, out, out of Chichak come from now? I, I don't know. E- either way, you're. you're They're old Algonquin words. Out of Chichak is an old Algonquin word meaning crabby old fuck. <laughs> <laughs> 
the Wookiees are yelling at each other. There's more yelling. Yeah, Lumpy goes for a really dangerous walk on the scaffolding oh, outside. Like looks, 8 million feet above the ground. Of he Kazook. looks down at this matte painting, this awful oh, matte painting. For, for, for the record, and we should say this before we get too far, because we're going we're gonna to say Kazook a lot, and we don't want people to think that we don't know it's Kashyyyk. It's yes. In yes, the, it's in the it's special, it. it's actually Kazook. And then later, George Lucas came up with the name Kashyyyk and changed it. Right, so when we say Kazook, it's not that we're dumb, we're making fun of the special. Because it's right next to the planet it's the Wookie Great Planet comes C. From. <laughs> Wookie Planet C. Yeah, there were also apparently multiple Wookie planets at this time. So and there, we see this reference. Which, which are a- somehow done using our alphabet? <laughs> right, C. And there's no... um. It, everything's translated. All the text is translated. It's not in Arabesh. It's in right. it's in English. Very interesting. Well, some of it's in English. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some of it isn't. Um, he comes back inside. There's more yelling before Itchy and Lumpy turn on a hollow board that you would that you kind of saw in the Millennium Falcon, and uh, only this one runs off of eight portable tape recorders. <laughs> right, and instead of. <laughs> A chess set, it's a projection of a circus act. Run by the devil himself. (laughs) Because there's that one large projection of what I'm fairly certain is Satan, uh, who is nowhere near the hoverboard. He's just torso randomly floating through the house, directing. This whole sequence just... Looks so so screwed up. It's so much like a 70s Doctor Who. Like, weird thing that Tom Baker would be like, Hey, look at this. We found this on the Leisure Hive. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it is it plays out in front of us. I still don't completely get why it was in there. I, I it was at this moment I, I turned to you guys and I was like, is this like typical 70s variety programming? And and it actually yeah. was, but they would actually be announced who was doing it and stuff like that in the show. There's no announcement as to who's doing the acting, the right, singing. There, it was probably anything. announced in Wookiee. There yeah. would be, there would be context. Yeah, there would be context. <laughs> Not the circus act anyway. Yeah. But they they did announce the others. The the human performers like the um, you oh. know, the people who yeah. played characters, they right. they listed they them off at the beginning. Right. Yeah, uh, the intro, but they didn't list them off. The all. circus they people right. they did not. No, nope, it was just some circus troupe. Um and we're yeah. Uh Mala takes a look at the computer and she tries to scan for incoming ships because she's looking for Chewbacca. Uh, but there's no ships incoming, no which ships is ridiculous in because a starship lands not five minutes from now. Yeah. True. So how is that not there? Ah, uh, it's a little longer than that. It's maybe a little it's, longer than that. Maybe it's like not a incoming starship, but a shuttle. Yeah, like something on uh on planet already, not yes. something that's yes. Oh, okay, okay, it makes more sense. Like a T fourteen Skyhopper. A Lambda class shuttle. Speaking of <laughs> Skyhoppers, none other than Luke Skywalker appears on the screen. Mark Hamill portraying Luke for the second time, looking real weird. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that this was after he had his car accident. No, this is no, before. It was before. before. It he, was doesn't, before. Yeah, it was he doesn't before. have the scar. Yeah, but he's yeah. got a lot of guy liner. That's the thing. He's got a lot of makeup on. Are you sure it was yeah, before? I'm yeah, sure. It was yeah. before. Even with like the poor quality of this video from being on VHS, you can see his face is all smooth. Okay. Well, he's he's crazy makeup 
upped. Like he's he's made up for sure. He's got more guy lantern than a Fallout boy. He has more makeup on than anyone else in the show. Like, like anyone else yeah. in this special, he definitely had to just cake on. It was very strange. Um, he's got that weird haircut too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like a bowl cut. I think it's not the Mark Hamill, but the Dorothy Hamill. <laughs> <laughs> that, that could be. Maybe his barber just misunderstood. Yeah. I want the Hamill. Right. <laughs> Done. Uh, wait, am I thinking of the right person? It's the figure skater. Is it Hamill or Hamilton? <laughs> no, it was Hamill. You were right. No, no, you're right. Dorothy Hamill. Yes. And I screwed it up by questioning it. <laughs> uh, Mala is trying to find out where Chewie and Han are. And Luke is like, well, they should be there. Well, I don't know where they are, but trust me, Mala, they'll be there. Han, Chewie's never missed a life day. Yeah, Chewie's never missed a life day yet, has he? Well, except for when he was imprisoned on Mimban, but we won't get into that. Right. Or, this isn't you know, canon you know anymore. fighting. <laughs> we can't. I feel like we shouldn't be able to nitpick it if it's not canon. <laughs> but I think we should nitpick it for the comedy value. <laughs> Mala then calls her friend Sondan. I, I don't know if that's his full name or that's if it's Son, Son Dan. S U A N space space D A N N. Well, the way he says it in the show, he says Son Dan. Like it's one word. Yeah. Whatever. I wrote it down like it was one, like it was it's two names. Two, it's two so, names. Son Dan. But he is the early concept for Lando Calrissian. Good God. And we are so lucky that he was replaced. Because he's like an 80-year-old white guy. Yeah, yeah we would have missed out on that Billy D. Williams. That would have been wrong. I forget who plays him. I wrote Art down. Art Carney. Art Carney. There we go. Ooh. There we go. Art Carney plays Son Dan, who is trying to help an Imperial purchase something from his shop. Um, then He, he also takes- invented the wallet, we learned. Yes. Yeah. And the sonic yeah. screwdriver. Wow. I right. didn't. I didn't catch those parts. Yeah. You guys he, were paying invented, more attention than I was. He invented a leather folding apparatus for containing your IDs and other valuable cards. That's a wallet. Your That's Republic a wallet. That's a wallet. Yeah. <laughs> he invented the wallet. Republic credits? Uh, no, no credits. They don't take credits there. Yeah, credits are no good here. We need something more real. Gold press latinum. Okay, that'll work. Yeah, yep. that will work. Uh. Son takes Mala's call and tells her through very, very intricate code. <laughs> so <laughs> remember that code. shaggy rug you ordered? <laughs> An old lady made it by hand. Solo. <laughs> so it should be to you soon. <laughs> Basically telling her the same thing that Luke told her, which is they're going to get there. So calm down. But he tells her secretly in front of the last surviving Death Star officer. Oh, no, oh, no. Man. It wasn't the last one. We saw another guy dressed like that oh, yeah, so later. Yeah, so there were two, two surviving Death Star officers. They still wanted to wear their uniforms because they earned those helmets, damn it. <laughs> uh, he goes back to the officer, and the officer takes an item from the shop without yeah, paying. The what a villain. What a villain. Yeah. It was sonic a sonic screwdriver? screwdriver? No. no. Well, no. well, it did everything except deal with wood, so yes. But they didn't say that <laughs> like, for copyright reasons. I see. It would keep you clean. It would brush your teeth. It would report, re, recite all 17 volumes of the Imperial Penal Code Right. twice as fast as the previous model. Wow. It would remove stains from your hands, from your clothes. Joey, I think you've watched this one too many times. 
I just really am into multi-use gadgets. <laughs> okay. Meanwhile, Darth Vader, in his, I think his only appearance and only quote-unquote actual appearance in the show, it's James Earl Jones recording like one new line um, talking about how the rebels must be found and we must search every household to get find them. Something very generic with a um, footage of him and another Imperial officer walking down the Death Star hallway. It was so a bad. Star Destroyer, wasn't it? No, no, that's that Death was? Star hallways, yeah. So... It was recycled. I think we're supposed to pretend it's a Star Destroyer yeah. because there is no Death Star. Right. Yeah. Because or, or was it the second Death Star under construction? Oh, it could be. Oh. Could be. Because this movie makes a lot more sense now than it did when I watched it the last 20 times. Okay. 20 times. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for that. <laughs> uh, Mala heads back to the kitchen to cook. Along with a cooking show. Cook is a loose definition of what's <laughs> yeah. going on here. Hosted yeah. by a woman played by Harvey Corman. And uh, she has four limbs. And I think well, that. I think well, she probably has six limbs. Yeah, she six limbs. So, sorry, four six arms. limbs, four arms. She has four arms. And it seems like her recipes are really specifically designed for people with multiple limbs because she's like, there's a lot of whipping and stirring okay. whoa, and whoa, beating. Whoa, 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 you're getting way out of here. <laughs> of meat in a first, water pot. First off, you want. This, this is a, a very traditional meal that. Will serve for very economical. She points out bantha surprise. Yep, yep, that's what it's called. It's a the most tender part of the bantha, the bantha loin. Oh, and don't she, forget to smell it. Yep, she just <laughs> sniffed this raw bantha loin, <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, mm, this is so good." And she dumps it in. Hey, this, we don't kink shame here. <laughs> <laughs> she dumps it into this big pot, and then measures out these ingredients, and she's like. Oh, and then we got to like, cover it with just enough water. So this is meat and water. Meat and water. That's yes. it. And she's like, we got to stir it. And now we got to whip it. She's got to whisk. whisk. And then it. later yeah. on, she's like, got to beat it. Then we got to beat it with this hammer. <laughs> and she like whips this third arm out from behind her cape. And then she's just like doing the whipping, the beating and the stirring. And then all of a sudden she sneezes and another fourth arm comes out. And we realize that she is the same race as um, Dex Jetzer. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The um, Possibly. Possibly. Even though she's not like scaly. I think this is like a kind of like the Klingons change over time in Star Trek. There we go. Of, or it could just go. be this is the female of that yeah. species. Could be. A precursor. But Mala is cooking this same thing and following along. She's only got two arms. But she's cooking it in like this galvanized bucket that looks like a garbage can cut in half well she's trying to cook it i think she gives up doesn't she no no she, she put it in yeah. the oven oh she did yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> mala's not a quitter <laughs> she don't quit however i'm just confused yeah. on why you need to whip when your, there's nothing to well, whip. why do you need to whisk <laughs> whip yeah whisk. uncut loin <laughs> right <laughs> like i can it's, see beating it with the hammer to tenderize probably yeah. before you put it in the water though yeah, yeah. but it's not good. This no. was not a good segment. Ugh, no. An imperial it's message. It's not the worst, though. <laughs> it's not the it's worst. Not. An imperial message plays over the comm system saying that rebels are possibly in the system and that people should be on the lookout for them. So this is where Ezra and Kanan die. <laughs> meanwhile, Sawn <laughs> stops over at the house. He drops off some presents for Life Day. Lumpy gets a 
typewriter looking thing of some kind that he needs to go set up a voice mimicking transmitter well that's yeah. what we find out that it is but yeah. at this time it just looks weird it's like, it's a like commodore 64 yeah and itchy <clears throat> he gets a special <laughs> gift uh vr porn wow yeah wow. wow he makes a hand gesture that's very lewd i can't believe they got away with it on national television the this IMDb, was the 70s so. the imdb notes for this one were like this was supposed to be softcore porn that would make it past the censors softcore porn that would make it past the censors well it did make it past the censors yeah i can yeah. feel my creation and yes the the, oh, man, the woman is, is a uh, an image Created by Lo- Itchy's mind uh, of a seemingly feeling. a seemingly human woman with a s- glimmering silver hair and a long white dress played Ooh. by Diane Carroll. I maintain that she is a shaved Wookiee. She could oh. be. <laughs> I will accept that. <laughs> I will she do. could be. Wow. She could that, that, that is that, that is canon. Sense. That is yeah. my head canon now, Joey. <laughs> Man. That shaved explains why your hair is silver, because she's a shaved older Wookiee. Yeah. There you go. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Because it's age appropriate. <laughs> shaved Wookiee. She for. feels her creation. Constantly. Yeah. Constantly. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. I know how you feel about me. And she does me. this, like, you're these kind of moaning things, too. Yeah, and then she sings a song to him about something about this minute or whatever. Which I, is I how know. long he's going to last. Yeah. Yeah. It's a trippy kaleidoscope world. It's a fantasy world. It's weird. Um, you got to see it to believe it. No, no you don't. don't. <laughs> Leia calls mom. No, literally, just close your eyes and imagine it. <laughs> just like whatever you, you imagine is going to be better. Leia calls Mala to get a hold of Chewie and Han, but they haven't arrived yet. And Leia completely is a total, I don't want to use a word. She's just not very nice. She's just not very nice to them. She's like, oh, uh, Mala, can I talk to literally anybody else, please? <laughs> Plus, and doesn't she say something about like, I don't want to be talking to these Wookiees in Wookiee this whole time i don't understand it right we don't right. have time for this because yeah we don't have time 3PO, for this. 3po offers to translate and let's be honest if we were on a call and we were like 3po is willing to translate i would be like no, no give me somebody no. to speak because <laughs> i don't want to have to talk to 3po i ever. will keep pressing one for english <laughs> or zero yeah so they get son Who's not a rebel, uh, who claims he's a friend to the rebels. And Everybody in this thing, every time they get on TV, they're like, hey, thanks for answering the phone. I'm a rebel. <laughs> it's like, yep. no. Are you a rebel? Do you hate the Empire? They I hate the Empire. They're a rebel before the other person says it. So, and these <laughs> yeah. aren't, there's no way this is a secure channel. It's a TV built into like uh, a wall. Not even a wall. It's just like some cabinet. Like, we're going to hide it behind some fake books. Yeah, it's a secret communicator. It slides out. It's a rebel transmitter. <laughs> but every time, all the time, they're like, I see you have no love for the Empire, friend. How? How, How do you see that? How do you know that? Because I'm not <laughs> clinically depressed. Because <laughs> I'm not speaking with an English accent and I'm not wearing stormtrooper armor. That's pretty much what it I'm is. I'm not gr- wearing gray and I'm not actively being oppressed at the moment. So I must <laughs> not be a fan of the Empire. All right. Anyway, uh, Leia asks Son to look after the family until Chewbacca arrives. Because, you know, she He's, can trust him. They've met him. For like all of 10 seconds but on FaceTime. Actually, that makes so much more sense now because she's descended from the Naboo. 
<laughs> the Naboo are traditionally racist. So she's Whoa. like, literally anybody who looks human is better than these Wookiees. <laughs> she's not descended from the Naboo. She's just raised. She's, this is a nurture versus nature argument. She's we descended gotta... from the Naboo, and they're inherently racist. Yeah, you're right. You yeah. you you do the math. <laughs> yeah, you do the math, Joey. Well, she grew up on Alderaan. That's right, true. that's why she's, she's not adopted. such a raging bitch oh. like her mom was. Wow. Oh. Oh. Wow. Han and Chewie finally arrive in the system, but they can't land as close as they would like without arousing any suspicion. Um, but they did. They actually did this pretty clever. I will give them this credit, okay? They show the clip that they reused from episode four of the Falcon flying over Yavin 4 and pretend that it's the Falcon flying over Kashyyyk. I think they colored Kazook. the trees. Excuse me, Kazook. Col- colored the trees differently. It was like a lighter shade of green. And there's the sound of a starship overhead of the house at the same time. And so you're like, oh, it's Han and Chewie. There they are. Wrong. It is none other than an Imperial patrol at the door looking to search the house. And the family's in trouble. Commercial break. They come back. And they take note of the Wookiees, but they question the whereabouts of the other Wookiee that is registered to live here. Where is the other male? Soft pooping. <laughs> Son tries to run a distraction by chatting them up while they're searching. Uh, they tell him that he can leave. They check his ID and they tell him to leave, but he says he needs to help Mala in the kitchen first. And uh, he sets up a concert projected for an officer to keep him busy. You, you ignored your favorite line. Uh, it's awful. It's like, uh, <laughs> Ma, come in here and help me. Like, I got to go help Molly. <laughs> it's like just clearly delivered enough where you can understand what he's saying, but two run together to be individual words. It's like one word. <laughs> Through gritted teeth. Through gritted teeth. It's, it, it, and then the stormtroopers are like, yeah, this is totally not suspicious yeah, at all. Yeah, not at all. Playing it real casual. Hey, do you happen to have any YouTube concerts we can watch? Actually, I do. <laughs> Son sets up a concert projector for an officer to keep him busy, and we get a performance from the legendary Jefferson Starship. I actually thought it was pretty well done, for this the sta- was- especially for the standards of this special. So they had... <laughs> this, this special had two directors. This part... And the part that's coming up from B. Arthur were done by this director. Okay. And then the, the good he parts quit of the after two days. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this Wookiee shit. And then another director was hired to do the rest of it. I was like, there's clearly a difference here. We should have kept this other director. Yeah, but he quit. So they yeah. didn't really give him much choice. Or he didn't really give them much choice. He I probably like there read was- the script after this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like he's like, Jefferson Starship, all right. B. Arthur, all right. What wait, the f- wait, wait. What is this virtual reality thing going on here? How many segments do you want me to film with Harvey Gorman in them? <laughs> and he's going to be in drag in how many of those? <laughs> all of them. <laughs> all of them, baby. Uh, after that all wraps up, the Imperials do force Sawn to leave at gunpoint. Twice. Twice. And they continue to search... Uh, with protest from Mala and Itchy. Uh, Mala sits Lumpy down in a mini video player with headphones to distract him from the terror. From from the two stormtroopers, three stormtroopers? Two. two. Two stormtroopers. A Death Star trooper. A Death Star, a Death Star trooper. And an officer. And an officer roaming the house. 
it's important that we distinguish that that's how many people are there before we talk about what Lumpy sees on video. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he distracts himself with, I don't know. I don't know how the fuck he got a hold of this. Um, Space magic. It's a, it's a cartoon about his dad. His dad and his dad's friends on an adventure where they need help from a mysterious bounty hunter. The the rebels put out those cartoons to entice children. That's true. Political propaganda. That's how they get radicalized. Named Boba Fett. The first on-screen appearance of Boba Fett. That's right. Boba Fett is here, baby. And he is in his full glory. This is probably my favorite Boba Fett appearance. <laughs> uh, not mine. It's it, my His first appearance is my favorite. So this first director also in Empire? No, walking in a parade. <laughs> what? That's yeah. the first appearance of Boba Fett. He oh, walked in a parade sure, okay. with yeah. other Star Wars characters. I meant on I meant on film, Ben. Oh, oh. In yeah, a, in a presented oh. fictional oh. fashion. Not not Yeah, Ben, read his mind. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, read my mind. Read his mind, Ben. <sighs> I don't want to read his mind because Feel every time my I do, mind well, sense his creation. Can you sense my creation? <laughs> oh. <laughs> what a just a cringeworthy line. <laughs> it's the first officially realized animated content for Star Wars. And it's actually a pretty competent piece of Star Wars storytelling. Well, yeah, it came from the first director. It he, did? Yeah, he commissioned this, and he directed those two parts. Oh, okay. And that was it for him. What's this dude's name? Um, <laughs> he's a hero. <laughs> a hero who tried to save us from this shit. <laughs> And he didn't well, no, succeed. No, 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 he doomed us to this shit. He didn't he doom us? Yeah. Oh, he, he quit. quit. <laughs> oh, so he would have been a hero. David Akomba. David Akomba, you're a villain, sir, if you're still alive. <laughs> yeah, he was the original director, and then he quit after a few days of shooting. He directed the musical numbers by B. Arthur and Jefferson Starship, and also commissioned the animated segment featuring Boba Fett. Okay. Well, that, that was answers from that IMDb. question. That was from the Internet Movie Database. Yeah, on you can find that on the internet. And Joey's mind, because he knows all about this special. He's no, watched it up. obsessively. Uh, in this animated short, Han and Luke are incapacitated by a sleeping virus from a talisman of some kind. A magic talisman. And Fett offers to help them get an antidote. Uh, he uses his time in the city to contact Darth Vader and Art, uh, or to contact Darth Vader, basically saying, "I've got the rebels where I want them. I've got their trust." But it's an open channel, and R two and three PO are able to intercept this transmission and without uh, even trying, find yeah. out what's going to happen. He just puts his USB port into the USB thing, and he spins it around. And he's like, "Oh, there's Darth Vader!" Right? He, he's like turning on the TV, and he's like. Search the oh, antenna what? for available channels. Whoops. <laughs> what I don't really understand is why, like, he, why Boba Fett would put them to sleep only so that he could go get the medicine in town. Like, why wouldn't he just put them to sleep and take over the ship? There's probably, like, coordinates in the ship to the rebel base. Well, then well, that would to, make sense. Uh, he, can't, is- <laughs> he can't get the coordinates from the rebel ship. Why not? It's the million fucking. You'd be like, because hey, L3 yo. will stop him. Well, it's not canon yet. There we go. L3 will stop him. Come on. Get I'm it together, you, this, Joey. This show makes so much more sense now. <laughs> Get it together, Joey. You're saying that this show makes more sense because of the Solo? Hol- the holiday special makes more sense because of the crap they've released since. That's right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> After Boba brings back the antidote, 
Luke invites him back to the rebel base. But Luke, Luke doesn't know yet. Yeah, but 3PO busts him. And Boba escapes with his jetpack to fight another day. And, oh, you're forgetting the part about how Chewie <laughs> knew from the beginning. Yes, of course. Chewie was always suspicious of Boba. And why was that, Ben? I, I don't remember. You don't remember? You made because a comment. Because he smells. Because <laughs> he, he smells like funny. all the other clone troopers. <laughs> no, he said he just he sounds like right. He just didn't smell right. <laughs> he sounds like all the clone troopers that Chewie fought with. During the Battle of Kashyyyk. It, well, and later right. against. Yeah. <laughs> True. Yes. They also, I think they intimated that Boba Fett was not human. I don't think In the cartoon. Did. I don't think. Well, I he don't he think walked so. on board the ship. Luke was instantly uh, he's wearing hit by the helmet. virus. But he's wearing his Mandalorian okay. armor and he's but working right. for the Empire. Right. So he probably has the antidote. In, why wouldn't he be inoculated against it? Because apparently you can get it from the Imperial drugstore in town. There was a big window advertisement for it. And it had a little like picture of somebody hanging upside down. <laughs> right. So the blood would rush to their head. I mean, it's, it's, like, there must be sleepy amulets all over the place. Like there's a sleepy amulet tree somewhere on this planet. Or, or it's just in the air sometimes, maybe. Like, oh, be careful. Instead of the desert storm like the desert storm cloud coming over it's the sleeping virus cloud oh we forgot to mention that this was also planet schmuckers <laughs> oh yeah because they land in the raspberry jam yeah the yep. entire planet is just covered in raspberry jam except for the one city that looks like a trash bag inflated <laughs> with like more garbage oh, shooting no, out of it again this makes sense too that's jetta oh and where they landed is the remnants of jetta city Man, definitely. Ben, this is awful. Stop. <laughs> I'm telling you, this makes so much more sense now. The stormtroopers are assholes, naturally, right? They've got to be the villains of the piece. So they trash Lumpy's room during their search upstairs. And when they don't find anything, they tell him to go upstairs and clean it up. Oh, that'll keep him busy for a while. <laughs> he tells that to Mala, like, like as if they did him a favor. Yeah, he's so proud of that. But so proud. Think of the message that's sending kids. Kids, the people who tell you to clean your room are Imperials. They're evil. You should be a rebel. Well, he and the stormtrooper ripped the head off of one of his stuffed animals. What was his uh, bantha? His stuffed bantha. A bantha loins. Uh, Lumpy's understandably sad about this whole situation, so he takes the time to set up his new toy, his new computer. After having a small funeral for his bantha toy. That's right. And uh, the setup video is hosted by another Harvey Corman character. Uh. Who is who's playing a uh, an amorphian? That's what they call themselves, right? Yep. Yes, yeah. an amorphian. It runs kind of like an android, uh, constantly jittering and losing power, which is something they warn you about at the beginning of the instructional video, and then they tell you it's not a reason to to doubt the construction of the toy. Yeah, it's actually a. A sign a of quality. Yeah. Yep, a sign of their endurance and longevity. Yes, because they're willing to push on through these power hiccups, which you'd think, oh, it maybe happens once a day, once in no. a couple every couple hours, it's once every five, five seconds, every five fucking seconds. It is. It's. It's terrible. Like it's the worst segment in the show to me because not only is it an instructional video on how to set up a fucking keyboard. But it, it keeps getting interrupted by somebody pretending to power down every 10 seconds. You can't understand most of the words, and 
when we watched it, Zach goes, is that, is there a problem with the video? Because instead of it being like acting that he acts like there's issues with him being a robot, it's the video stutters and they use video editing effects to stutter him. And he'll cross his eyes and stuff like he'll like to make, well, like to make it seem like he's powering down or yeah, whatever. But like the, there's something he does the with voice his pitching and the hand. Yeah. It, it, it's all trying to, to make it happen through visual effects. Yeah. yeah. And it's really off putting. I agree. Clunky. Yeah. Not good. Not a good. Execution. I thought it was amazing. Well, I'm you're sure lying. You did. You're lying. <laughs> Uh, another it was not the worst part of this whole thing, though. That's... Really? You don't think so? <laughs> no. Is that coming up? I don't. I. It's hard to tell. That matte <laughs> painting when Lumpy was walking on the thing was really, really, really bad. No, that was not offensive to me. That's a five-second thing with him like walking I feel like on that was a just rail. A poor quality thing. This is like a a poor quality thought out yeah, thing. Like poorly concepted ideas. Poor concept for sure. Well, they wrote yeah, the whole thing on cocaine anyway. So. Yeah, but we you don't remember VCR tapes telling you how to put things together? Yeah. Like, you probably yeah. don't. You're young. I do. <laughs> I do. They sucked, and they all ended up like that over time. But not, like, straight out of the factory. The videos with a warning that says... This is pretty bad quality because, well, hey, this is the only part. Down. This is the only part of the special that warned us it was going to suck beforehand. <laughs> you have to give credit where I, credits due. I guess I yeah. do. I guess I do. Oh. Another live Imperial message plays. This time it, it's like a mandatory TV show <laughs> for Imperial citizens showing an a quote unquote an uncut look at life on Tatooine. Oh, it's uncut, like a live unedited. feed. Uncut, unedited of uh, Tatooine because of its lack of moral value. It's supposed to teach you that this is the way you're not supposed to behave. It's like, <laughs> all right, everyone, time to watch an episode of Cops. They, they yeah. legitimately say that we're, uh, they don't say that they're showing it because of its lack of moral value. They're saying because it's uncut, they can't say it has moral, that it has any moral value, that it's going to teach you anything. But they're showing it to you so that you know how crappy life is on Tatooine. And how thankful you should be of how your own life. How thankful you should be of your own life, yep. Uh, we so, look at, like Joey said, cops. We look at Acmina, <laughs> played by B. Arthur. Credited, Beatrice. Credi- Arthur. Credited as Beatrice in this show. Thank you for being a friend. Thank you for being a friend, <laughs> B. Uh, and her cantina. And she is hit on by yet another Harvey Corman character um, who drinks out of the top of his head. He's got a big hole in the top of his head, and he drinks out of that. He is so weird. Um, I feel like... Right. So, originally, Robin Williams wanted to be in this, or one of the producers wanted Robin Williams. I feel like this, these Harvey Corman parts were That's probably where supposed they to be him. the Robin Williams Can parts. you imagine if Robin Williams had had his name attached to this for the for forever? Can you? I think it would have been better, though. I don't oh, think yeah. it could have been worse. <laughs> right. I, I guess it couldn't have been worse, but right. it wouldn't have been better. I think it would have been more entertaining to see Robin Williams at oh, he that age. And lived the hell out of because, everything. Yeah, he would have. And would've. this guy in this role looks kind of like Robin Williams a little bit. Yeah, a little. A little. Uh, that Whatever they were going for. he on Beatrice. He does. Oh. Yeah. He does. He hits on her, and she rejects him she's like nope sorry i'm sorry if what what i said to you the other night made you feel a certain way and it was like him when he left she's like thanks for stopping in hope to see you again soon 
And he took that as like, I'm in love with you. Yeah. Right. And then yeah. she says Bring it to another flowers. bar patron on the way on, on their way out. And he's like, oh. And he puts his hood up so you can't see his head sphincter. Because <laughs> like, he's got this hole in his head where she pours his beverage into. Yeah. And we're trying to figure out how that actually works. It doesn't. It is doesn't. The answer. And it the, has to be a sphincter because when he lays. But I feel like he, he needs the hood puke. to be polite when he puts his head <laughs> so down. So he's getting. So he's not drinking out of the top of his head. He's getting an enema. Well, you have sphincters other than just your. I'm just saying. End of your I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Wow, uh, way to make that inappropriate. Awful. The cantina. Speaking of inappropriate, the cantina is interrupted by a warning from Imperial Command for people to return to their homes at once because of quote-unquote subversive activity. They're installing a curfew. An imper- I think this is like where they forgot what they were writing, and it's like, we're going to put another Imperial message within inside an, an Imperial, imperial message. message. I hear you like Imperial messages, so I'm going to put an Imperial message. We're going to keep putting another inside imperial, here, message. imperial messages. Well, the thing is, it's it's live and uncut, so the Imperial message went out on Tatooine while they were recording how much life sucks on Tatooine. It tracks. And I, I we're we're at odds here of what exactly they were trying to accomplish with this, whether it was just a curfew to send people home for the night, or whether it I mean Akmina seemed to imply that they were shutting down her canteen, like shutting it down. Like it's not opening back up again. It's closed for the foreseeable future. Prohibition. Alcohol is the devil. Exactly. That's kind of what I was thinking. But whatever it was, she offers everyone one more round of drinks twice (laughs) twice over. On the house. On the house before the cantina shuts down, possibly forever. And she sings a jaunty tune saying goodnight, but not goodbye. A jaunty tune to to what tune does she sing this song? (laughs) (laughs) The cantina theme. The cantina theme. Kind of, but not really. It's a really slowed down version of the Cantina yeah, theme. Yeah, but it's there. I listen to it specifically for that reason. It's. Oh. I know they play it every now and then in the background of it, but I wouldn't say that her singing is to the tune of the Cantina theme or uh, of the Cantina theme. I'm just disappointed. It's like that an it accompanying tune. I'm disappointed. It's not the theme to Golden Girls. Like they should have yeah. said, "Oh, she did this back in 1978." Hmm. Let's take that instead of this Andrew Gold song. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They should have used goodnight but not goodbye for Golden Girls. Well, it's all, like the main word in this thing is friend. Friend. It's true. It's the same song. <laughs> Everyone leaves the bar eventually, except for Harvey's character who has a flower for her. And then the feed cuts out with a call for all forces to return to base. So just about all the Imperials leave, the exception of one stormtrooper who goes upstairs and he finds that Lumpy sent out the message. It was a false return to base from his new toy, which and, is uh, a translator transmitter. You think that would be a toy they wouldn't sell? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like like today, if you were producing a toy and you're like, hey, with this toy, you can dispatch the actual police. <laughs> <laughs> I think the government would be like, uh, no, you can't sell that no. to children. Now that would you be bad. <laughs> Back in the 60s and 70s, it was like, here's a chemistry set with radium. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I remember. That's true. So, here's battery bombs. still wouldn't let me dispatch the fire department. As <laughs> no, a but you could buy a radio kit from Radio Shack and build your own radio. Oh, yeah. yeah. Touche. So, and 
I don't know what the licensing on that was at the time. Probably nothing. <laughs> Probably. So, so capitalism runs rampant it was in the all Imperial the Wild West uh, back in the 70s. Capitalism running rampant in the Empire, and uh, it goes in, in their uh, disadvantage in this situation. How's that? Is there a wor- more wordy way I could have said that? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> I think what we're trying to get down to is that Lumpy is a rebel. He in is more a than real just rebel. one way. He's a real rebel. Running an unlicensed ham radio. <laughs> <laughs> He runs outside as the trooper chases him right into Han Solo and Chewbacca, who confront the stormtrooper and uh, they use space karate. Yeah, they they kind of throw him. They kind of hit each other a little bit, and then the trooper drops his gun, and then and Han and the trooper go for the gun at the same time. But the trooper is really over eager, and he throws himself through the railing off the platform. And dies. Isn't this the railing that like Lumpy, Lumpy just was walking on? Yes. Yeah. It shatters. <laughs> it just bl- blasts apart into a million pieces. It probably was a strong railing until that Wookiee kid walked all over it. <laughs> that could be. <laughs> or it was almost a really different life day. <laughs> <laughs> Happy life day. Ah! It was almost an unlife day. <laughs> an un. I I well, I don't know where I was going with that. Uh, Han says goodbye to the family. And he leaves the family to spend some quality time together. And Son comes back not very long after. It's like five seconds later. But the Imperials send another message. How many messages is that? Five? Six? I've lost I don't count know. At this They've point. got to fill runtime, Zach. Searching for the trooper that killed himself. And Son gives them a story about the trooper going rogue. Stealing things and heading for the hills. Wait, wait a minute, though. Now that I think about this, they send the message looking for him because his radio is off. TK four two one. Right. Is your radio dead? I can't hear you. Yeah. Did they did they shut off his radio when he fell? Because it was obviously on before. No, he. It died. must have broken he, when it, it broke, smashed the into the forest floor. floor. Like he when you. All right. So there's gravity. <laughs> <laughs> And when you <laughs> fall down an 800-foot tree of life, you um, hit the ground pretty hard, and you die. That does, maybe the radio is The cracked, radio is now part on. of his skull. <laughs> Stormtrooper armor is not the best. I'll give you that. But the utility belt does come with that. a grappling hook. <laughs> Why did they not use that to save himself? Because he's not Jedi reflexes fast. He had 900 feet. <laughs> yeah, but he's kind of dumb, too. He's only like, he he's only like five yeah. years old. <laughs> no, they're not clones at this point. We don't know that. They're not clones. I was going to say, I'm pretty that. sure they're not clones anymore. Yeah. They were all volunteers at this point. They had decommissioned the clones. Well, not my cannon. <laughs> Great. Great. Uh Except for Rex and Wolf and uh, Fives. Was it Fives? Was he the other one that lived? I don't know. I just like saying Fives. <laughs> no, no. It was Rex, Wolf, and... Um, Gregor. Gregor. There we go. Mm-hmm. They were just, they were decommissioned, though, too. They weren't actively serving. No, they were hiding. No, I don't think they were hiding because they the Empire knew where hiding. they were. This is a different conversation. Yeah, they said they were hiding. It just dawned on me that they were decommissioned with a tank. Yeah. You mean that's odd. You mean when you are done with military service, you don't just get a tank? As Everybody a gets a tank when you quit. I don't know what you guys are talking about. My dad has a tank in his garage. That's why we have to keep buying them. 
We have to keep buying new tanks because we give them away to people when they did get discharged. The Wookiees oh, take a... You don't have a car anymore? Let me get back here take a tank. You know, speaking of Rebels, the Wookiees take the world between worlds Yes, to Again, their life day this ceremony. This makes more sense now that we've seen other... They're walking through space walking toward a, star. a uh, glowing star. A sun, but Ben and I interpret it as uh, they're walking through the world between worlds through one of the gateways. And this is the only time that they wear clothes for some reason? Because it's a Wookiee orgy and they do those in reverse. Yeah, they're all wearing robes, red robes to represent the Christmas, I mean, life day holiday. Uh, And they've got their glowing orbs and they got another uh, celebration. Which which they stole from the Ood, I'm thinking. No, I I thought they stole them from the... From the Gungans. They look, <laughs> That's true. Peace. Leia leads them in a song, another well, song set to a familiar tune. But the no. tune of the main oh. theme. <laughs> but but here's the thing. The, the Wookiees show up at the World Between Worlds. <coughs> Pardon me. And they run into Han and Luke and Leia and C-3PO and R2. The whole show so far has been... Han trying to get Chewie to, to Kashyyyk. Kazook, excuse me. So that they could go through the gateway to go to the door to go back to where they all were. That made no damn sense. That was such a waste of time. It was really a, just a cash grab, though. So I know it was cash yeah. grab the holiday special. I, I remember. And it, Carrie does a wonderful job, though. I think I'm going to make that song... Her singing my new ringtone. She <laughs> she does sing I'm pretty serious. well. I'm I'm not even making that's your new ringtone. Zach. Imagine if this had done well though, and this holiday special was something that was played every year for like the next six years of Star Wars stuff. And what are you talking about? I'm gonna learn the words of this song so I can sing it like, every time I hear the theme. Every time that all right. So this is the theme from every Star Wars movie. Like it opens to this. And you would just sit there and you'd be like, oh, yeah, I know the words to this. And you'd be singing along in your head instead of reading the thing that flies through space. You'd be like, why didn't they put Carrie Fisher singing over this? Because it's not appropriate. No, it's not appropriate. And none of this was appropriate. We've reached the end of the special. No, we Finally. have not. No, okay, we haven't. We have okay, we, we have. Still got 10 we have basically, we have a flashback. We get a weird fucking picture of Chewbacca where one of his eyes is shadowed. So it looks like he only has one eye. And then he's just looking at the camera like, uh. And then you get clips of the original film to remind you that this is, in fact, Star Wars. And hey, then, we know this sucked, but remember this Star Wars thing you liked? Yeah. <laughs> Let me show yeah. you clips. Please, don't forget about that when you go to spend your money on The Empire Strikes Back. And then we get a sequence with Chewie and his family around at the dinner table, communing or praying or something in some way, and then... Chow down on that, bantha loin. We're finally done. <laughs> There's no food on the table. It's just no, them around a table. Bantha loin's not done yet. No, yeah, they're no. gonna have some bantha surprise if it's not on fire. In the uh, oven. That's because Harvey Corman never told her to turn on the oven. <laughs> surprise! You were supposed to turn on the oven. Surprise! It's raw. Just marinates. Thank God yeah. we're done. We're done with it. It's right. over. So that's it. What was your least favorite part of the whole thing? 
Oh my! I already told you what it was. It was the keyboard thing. It was the the instructional video. Had to be my least favorite part. The rest of it was like strangely like so bad it's funny, right? But that segment, there's no entertainment value whatsoever. The Android it's just guy. Bad. Yeah. Well, what about you, Ben? I did not like the first 10 minutes where I couldn't understand what the fuck was going on. <laughs> At least the Android guy, I understood the language, and they were nice enough to warn me this is not going to be good. That's true. I think my least favorite has to be Leia singing. Like, oh, no. I love that. It was... Really? It didn't fit. I'm serious. That's going to be like, Zach's ringtone if he her calls me by tomorrow. That's awful. I think that don't I, do that. I think it would have been. I would have been okay with it. I'm doing it. If she had sung to something else, like the singing fits, but it just the using the Star Wars theme is so off-putting. Like you've ruined it. <laughs> you've ruined. You, it? You've ruined. You've ruined Star Wars forever. The, you've ruined one of the most iconic film scores. In all of movie history. You put those words to By, a John Williams <laughs> score? The yep. fuck is wrong with you? You just like did a bunch of cocaine from craft services. And because I was convinced, Coke services at, on these. Sets. I'm convinced there weren't any like sandwiches or like any <laughs> any pastries or anything backstage. It was just mounds of cocaine. And, and there's probably heroin or something too. And they just like, oh, I'm going to write this song to this John Williams score. Adam, what about you? Um. My least favorite part, I think Art Carney and Harvey Corman should have switched spots. Art Carney and Harvey Corman should have switched spots because Art Carney is more of a comedic actor. Yeah, he, and he, I Harvey actually Corman thought is he more did okay. A, and Harvey Corman is more of a straight man. Sure. I think those two should have switched their roles I, throughout the movie. I think Art Carney was the second set of arms on the four-armed lady. <laughs> no, probably. I, I really probably. do. I really think it was. Yeah. Because who else are you going to hire for that? Right. Well, you've got like four people in Wookiee suits. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. You're, getting, like, you're clearly not paying anyone for their face. No. <laughs> um, so. Where where does this rank? I guess from a, from a larger perspective. I mean, we hate it, right? We all hate it. It's not good. If you have to watch it, watch it. But we don't recommend it. Right? Yeah. I would say I, I recommend it. I would recommend it because it's I, like to know that as bad as some things are sometimes can always be a lot right, right, worse. Or you can watch worse. Phantom Menace and be like, that's terrible. Hey, then pop in the holiday special and be like, Phantom Menace was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Give me Joey, some more trade disputes. <laughs> Joey, I finally see where you're coming from. You could, you could from watch a, well, from a certain from point, point of view. It's good from a certain point of view. <laughs> But from a larger, I, I guess, historic perspective, right? This was the first piece of Star Wars visual content after A New Hope. Which makes us impressed they actually made Empire. This is why Empire <laughs> did so poorly in the box office. <laughs> right. People remembered the holiday special. But it's one of those weird, like, even though George had direct input on it, it is one of those weird examples of before we had that quality control. Like with the Ewok quality control. With the Ewok movies, which I would rate much higher, much higher than this holiday special, right? The Ewok movies are pretty good. I think that that's very subjective. You don't think so? And everybody who has a Boba fetish does need to watch this. You don't like the, you don't like the Ewok movies, Joey? I thought you liked those. I did, but 
I'm saying that you're comparing them to this. Well, right. <laughs> I'm saying that they're, they're good compared to this. They're, they're both they're both uh, the same kind of thing. They're both TV specials based off of the the franchise that well, you really don't see anything like this anymore. Like there are, there are the A movies of the main saga. There are the B movies of the uh, Star Wars story. There are the C movies that are the Ewok the Ewoks, movies. and then there's the. <laughs> Go back to film school of the holiday special. But but you can't turn around like after watching this again. All the people, if any of you are listening, who belong to the Facebook group How Ryan Johnson Ruined Star Wars, you're wrong. It was whoever made this. Okay. <laughs> wow. I just mean as I much as I, I, I rip, I'm I'm just surprised you actually said those words. Is, as much that. as I rip on The Last Jedi. Watch this, and then watch The Last Jedi. It it will be like having a refreshing chaser to clean your palate. This is this is really bad. This is the Sharknado of Star Wars movies. I agree. I <laughs> agree. Fourth be with you, Sharknado. But they didn't say Godspeed. Thankfully, at least they have that going for them. Man, you're really turned <laughs> off by that. You really, really pissed me off. You're really tripped up by it. I I don't, I don't understand why. Just the little things, right? Just the little things. It's not uh, a little thing. It's not. It's, it's not a little thing. <laughs> it is it's little. A huge. Thing. It's very little. It's very small. Okay. Um. What other religions are there? I don't the know, Star but Wars clearly universe? there are other ones. It's a vast <laughs> galaxy filled <laughs> with. Apparently, Anakin isn't the only space Jesus. There was an actual space Jesus. It's a side. vast galaxy filled with thousands of species. <laughs> You're telling me not one of them refers to a deity as God. That's besides the point. <laughs> Speaking of deities and gods, we want to wish you a very Merry Christmas for oh, all of so you. Happy, happy, happy Life Day. Happy Life Day. And a very Merry Christmas for no, all of you. Oh, Happy Life Day. Only Life Day. <laughs> Shut up. I would join on this one. Life Day or nothing. A very Merry Christmas Life for Day those. or die. <laughs> Are you going to let me finish? No. A very Merry Christmas. <laughs> for everyone who celebrates it out there. Uh, thank you for spending part of your holiday with us. Gentlemen, thank you for wasting your your Lives. couple of hours of your life Do you think watching we get a copyright takedown if we put in Leia's song? <laughs> uh, we could do it in 10-minute segments, 10-second segments, I mean. Or or in the context of a review. No, that's fair use. That's fair yeah. use. So you, you're telling me you want to edit in Leia's... Uh, Song not, at the end no, of the not really. show. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to do that. But I can send you a copy after I make it your ringtone. <laughs> we want to thank everybody for listening, and uh, you can download the show on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker.com, Stitcher, uh, whatever you listen to your podcasts on. You can email us at newjediarchives at gmail.com. You can like the show on Facebook, and we'll post all of the episodes up there. Uh, Joey, want to thank you for stopping by. May the force be with you. Oh, may the force be with you as well. Adam, may the force be with you. And also with you. And Ben, may the force be with you. Godspeed, Zach. This has been a Galactic Network podcast. 
For more, go to GNCast.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com.